We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey there, we're pulling this episode from our story archives where we've covered part one and part two of Lupin in preparation for part three of Lupin releasing October 5th. We hope you enjoy this episode and our upcoming deep dive coverage on Lupin part three. We are back with episode 104, season one, episode four of Lupin. Zach, how are you doing? I am good. I uh, stopped off and you know got some got some drinks for the show, and I'm loving it. How about you? All right, Zach, don't, don't fall asleep on me. It's a late night one. <laughs> I'm doing well. I, you know, I never introduced myself. I'm your other host, Mario, who never introduces himself, at least in the last two or three episodes. Yeah, you just jumped to me. I'm just like, ah, I don't know what to do. Yeah, yeah, get used to it. Get used to it. All right, so um, episode four was a was much more eventful. Oh yeah, episode three of Lupin, and uh, there's a lot going on here. Um, Just so many different intertwining storylines that finally kind of. come together mm-hmm. and it's leaving so much more for for the next episode that it's just um having to stop yourself to not watch the next episode kind of take a little bit of discipline yeah so i mean i've seen i've seen the last episode but you have i have not talked about <laughs> and uh but i can imagine like when i finished watching episode four on the first run mm-hmm. i was like immediately i went into the next one yeah I'm, I'm trying to hold myself off and just pace myself all right. Well, we'll be done with this soon. So one more day. Um, one more day. Tomorrow we get the tomorrow we get the second half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll actually be wrapping uh, up the last uh, last episode of the first half, and then we get to you know start. Well, I'm sure you'll watch all of the in. second half tomorrow. But yeah, we'll get to roll into if the next one. If only we could. If only we could so perfectly time this with our Peaky Blinders series. Oh, I know. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that. That would be great to finish that, and then. Peaky Blinders, the final season comes out. That would be excellent. Do we know when that comes out? All right. Uh, filming is done. They're in post. Oh, okay. So All right. I would assume I would assume late this year or like January. Hmm. I'm taking complete. I'm just like pulling this out of my ass. Like maybe January 2022. Okay. Sounds reasonable. That well, sounds about reasonable. Yeah, that sounds I think reasonable. I think, I think there's precedent for it too. I think Peaky Blinders has released in the past in January. So. All um, right. We shall see. You gotta get that on the roadmap. All right, let's get into this episode recap. All right. Last episode left off with um, the Dumont phone call to Pellegrini, mm-hmm. where we see that they're both in cahoots with each other. And uh, this episode picks up essentially the same way last episode did with Hassan going after Pellegrini this time mm-hmm. uh, by infiltrating his house with some masterful 
drone maneuvering. <laughs> I got to say, I don't know where Hassan finds the time to pick up all of these skills, but I'm not questioning it. Questioning it. I have no idea. I I want to know. <laughs> I want to know how nobody hears the damn drone. That thing's loud. Yeah. I, it's just yeah, like I it's going note. through the house. Uh, oh, man. I wrote that note down. I, you know, also the him kind of uh, infiltrating the house seems to not have played any role in the episode. I mean, he was looking, yeah, essentially casing the property and looking for something. But you really think about it. He just found some papers on a desk. It, it didn't seem like he went in there with much of a, a plan. He's just like, let me just fly a drone. In no, you know what? You know what? I think um, he wanted to send a message. Yeah, that's I think the whole thing was about sending a message. With the little post-it note at the end? Yeah, I'll get you. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking while I was flying through, I'm like, you know, in production, I mean, I've used drones and uh, they're loud as hell. Oh, they're like, really loud. The drones in your house and there's no other noise going on. By the way, Pellegrini seems to be a billionaire. Oh my gosh, yeah. So uh, you would think that he would have cameras with motion sensors. That mm -hmm. drone doesn't get picked up instantly. Yeah. I, I mean, me who is far from a billionaire, uh, you know, I mean, if I had that much money, I'd, I'd put sensors, cameras everywhere. I'd, I'd film everything going on. Yeah, I'd probably clone myself too. I don't know. Sounds shady. Yeah, you would do something <laughs> like, you'd freeze your head and like store it in your freezer. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. So, Son infiltrates and takes a drone in, and uh, I gotta say, the no logic award goes to the guard who tries to destroy the drone with a with a Voss. Yeah. I was like, man, I thought they were just the, about to start the, smashing shit. <laughs> the one thing that I wish this show would have is like that the guards wouldn't be complete goons. Mm -hmm. You know, the guards are all goons. The detectives. They're just as bad as the detectives. Season, yeah, the detectives for half the season <laughs> are just clueless. I mean, it's great. It is kind of like that classic uh, cops versus robbers mm. type of scenario. Where, or they're always a step behind. Yeah. But I, which I do like. It's not like I want them to catch him. No. Anyways, Asan is uh, on the roof because clearly if you're controlling a drone, you have to be like within a certain amount of distance from the drone. Yeah. And I'm wondering how, first and foremost, how the hell he got up there and how long he has to stay up there before he can leave. Down. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> the whole place is swarming now. Yeah. When they pulled yeah. out, I was expecting to see like armed guards and snipers out there or something. It's like a, yeah. it's like a compound. It's ridiculous. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, next, uh, scene we have a son, uh, pulling a, I would like to say he pulls a Batman shows up to see Doman. He, yeah. he shows up and you don't even hear the chair pull back mm -hmm. or any, or him sit down. Um, and you have kind of that encounter with Dumont there where he's insinuating um, or he's actually questioning Dumont and kind of just letting him know, hey, I'm all, all up in your life, brother. Mm -hmm. like, uh, you want to want to give me some info and I'll leave you alone right away. And he also kind of does a weird thing where he I don't know if he insinuated that his wife was having an affair or that he had like kidnapped his wife or something. I'm not sure. Right? He's like, he's like, hey, uh, where's your wife right now? Mm -hmm. He's like at work. He's like, are you sure about that? I was like, Whoa. usually that in other other shows and other movies I've watched, that means that the wife's having an affair. But yeah, but given the fact that he was just kidnapped himself, I kind of think it was more yeah. along the lines of yeah, you know, maybe I took her Agreed. this time. 
Agreed. On the second playthrough, I, it did that didn't occur to me in the first one, like about the affair thing. But then this time, I was like, eh. interesting. <laughs> um, I also want to just make a quick note there. Son pulling up like that. If I had to choose a superpower, appearing and disappearing mysteriously, <laughs> like where everyone's like, where? How did he get here? And where did, where he, did he go? He go? <laughs> you know, like, yeah. That's a hell. Of a, that's a great power. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When Batman does it, it's always a great thing. You know, it's always like uh, he goes to see Gordon on the roof all the time. You know, he's just there, and it's always no, not. it's always ridiculous. Too. Yeah, it's always like turns around super quick. Like I always picture <laughs> like an outtake, an outtake where the camera whips too quick and he's just running away, <laughs> and it's like not it's not cool at all. You, you know those scenes where uh, you know some, there's like some explosion and they use this harness to to yank you back with some some pulley yeah. or something. That's what I feel like they have to have hooked up to him to get him out of those shots yeah. quick enough. <laughs> he, he's just standing there and it flies off to the side. Yeah, he turns around like he literally he puts the he pulls the newspaper. Mm-hmm. And in less than like two seconds, he pulls it yeah. down and Hassan's sitting there. Valentine like, turned page. He walked in the store or whatever. <laughs> uh, the meeting is not without uh, merit because Hassan ends up getting a name out of um, Dumont. Dumont, which is the name of a journalist named Fabian. And I cannot pronounce her last name. Do you want to attempt it? Barryamont, something like that. Yeah, you both. I, uh, uh, I, I, if I could see it in front of me, I could, I could say it the way I read it, but. I only wrote likewise, the first name. Had, likewise, if I had the name in front of me, I also could see it. Exactly. Uh, autocorrect here, uh, autocorrected everything where half of Pellegrini's name on my notes is Pelicano. <laughs> throughout like half of my notes. So uh, so he's a Pelican in all my notes. Um, all right, so he gives him the name of Fabian, whatever he just said, and uh, Burianto, whatever, Buriat. Uh, you should Google that. I, I am doing uh, it right now. And in the, <laughs> and he essentially tells her like, "Hey, this this woman was a journalist, and uh, she almost took down Pellegrini years ago. Mm-hmm. I think he he said three years ago, if my memory serves me right. And he said you should go pay her a visit. So very odd. Hassan ends up very odd. Okay, there we go. I'll just go with Fabian. Hassan pays Fabian a visit, and uh, in the you know great first impression, he goes in there and. Uh, essentially just breaks into her home and is waiting there. Yeah. I also skipped a scene where you get that whole montage of Hassan in his bat cave, um, essentially doing research on Fabian. It does kind of feel like a bat cave, you know, that you mentioned it. It's really dark and he's got some massive chair. It's insane. The yeah. back on that thing. Where do you put that? Where <laughs> do you put that chair? Like, is it the greatest of all time? Is that chair? The it's greatest pretty epic. Or, uh, I mean, you're like on top of the world here in that chair. Did you notice that the chair is the ma- is a mask? No, I did not. Yeah, I think there's like a shape of a face on the back of the chair. Interesting. It's pretty cool. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he does his whole um, cyber sleuthing and finds out everything about this woman who has been pretty much driven into poverty because she's paying fines to Pellegrini, who probably sued her for like defamation or something like that. Yeah. And... Um, so Hassan orders this book that she wrote called The Criminal System of, I don't know, The Criminal Empire of Pellegrini, something like it's that. It's like the method of pe- the and, Pellegrini uh, method or something. Yeah, yeah, which sounds kind of epic. Oh, no, it's but, the Pellegrini uh, system. Dirty money. Pellegrini system? Okay. That's a catchy name. 
So Asan breaks into her home after reading her book and knowing, figuring out, I guess, like she's the real deal. Mm-hmm. And um, she's definitely scared. Her first impression seems like somebody who's just waiting for death at her doorstep. Like she thinks that Asan is a hitman for Pellegrini or something like that. Yeah. That was her first impression. Well, she did. What meant- did you think? Like, when? 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 In that scene, like, what what did you think, like, what was going through Fabian's head? I think she probably thought, I, I don't know, maybe she was going to be assassinated or, or something. I mean, she, she referenced that, you know, uh, Pellegrini had spies all over, you know, that were basically watching her, watching everything. So, and it's not like she had done anything recent. So maybe they just decided it was time. Ender. Yeah, I mean, what else? What else does she have? I mean, she ends up saying it later on, but I mean, what else does she have to lose? So they're putting her out of her misery. They're I don't know. Like, hey, she's miserable. Let's kill her. I don't know. I'm I'm <laughs> thinking from from her perspective. I mean, like, what else could they take but me? That's true. That's a good point. You know, I did make an observation that for someone living in poverty, she has a hell of an apartment. Oh, I would like. It's I nice. Was, <laughs> it's nice in the mind place. Yeah, it's not nicer, but <laughs> how much? How, <laughs> I, no, I would say it's, it's in France, nice so it, it's pretty places. damn nice. <laughs> <laughs> I would take that apartment over both of our apartments. Yeah, she's in the heart of Paris. Oh, I know. It's it's a it's a really nice. It's it's all about the location, <laughs> right? So, um, uh, I lost my place here in the in the notes, but uh, what was she thinking? She has a nice. Yeah, there we go. She was scared, obviously. Yeah. So, Hassan is there to convince Fabian to fight back. And uh, the way he tries to do so is he pulls his last card, which is by telling her his whole entire story that his father mm-hmm. was framed and that he hung himself or that he was killed, actually. Mm-hmm. And um, I got to say, that's a telling scene because that's the first time Hassan actually tells his story to somebody. Yeah. That's, that's a new character, you know? Although I think the only other person who actually knows the full details of his life is probably Benjamin. Yeah. Benjamin, I think, knows everything. His wife or ex, I should say, I, th- I, st- I think she knows most. Like, I think she has a really good idea. And then that, that is kind of why they're not together. The show hasn't told us. The show hasn't told us how much she knows yet. It's true. They, they but, Benjamin, but Benjamin later in this episode, sitting next to him mm-hmm. on the couch. As everything's going down. One of those down. things where you're like... Yeah, where you're like, oh, Benjamin's on the know with everything. Mm-hmm. Everyone needs a Benjamin in their life. Can we agree? Everyone needs a friend like Benjamin. I agree. Um, okay, so Hassan is uh, essentially trying to convince Fabian unsuccessfully because she kicks him out of her house. Mm-hmm. And um, that's short-lived because... We get a, a following scene, a couple of scenes later, which do we need to cover all of the stuff about police HQ? And uh, nah. I, I might as well cover that. The police HQ, essentially, I'm going to break it down really, really simply. The detectives are on to Dumont. So they're trying to put together the fact that they, these crimes recently have something to do with the stolen necklace of 25 years ago. So they're just mm-hmm. slowly coming to the pace here you get the pellegrini text mm-hmm. dumont to dumont which seemed kind of out of character yeah considering he didn't want to talk on the phone about it that was kind of weird like hey buddy let's talk about the guy um who was who we murdered 25 years ago mm-hmm. um and let's move forward uh fabian essentially paid gives us on the same treatment by showing up at his place 
which is great because, you know, nobody knows where Sam lives. So that was a great scene. Mm -hmm. uh, and I have a nominee in that scene that we're going to talk about after the recap, but okay. I have something in that scene that I was like, yo, that's sick. Um, Fabienne changes her mind, joins him because she feels this is the first time she's ever had some sense of adventure mm -hmm. in years. And that Pellegrini stole the thing that she loved the most, which was her career, uh, which is kind of sad. But uh, yeah, yeah, she seemed like a very career woman. Yeah, career driven woman. Yeah. I mean, not that that's wrong or anything like that, but you know, when it's taken from you, and that's you all you had. When it's taken from you and you're left with nothing, then you're like, what's left? Exactly. All right, so. Um, they're trying to tie in something that can cr create a huge splash. They want everybody in the country to know that Pellegrini is a lying, murderous bastard of a, of a criminal. Mm -hmm. And so they're trying to piece something together. And uh, something sticks out to uh, Fabian, which is the how many years it's been since her his father was, uh, since Hassan's father was framed for robbing the necklace. Mm-hmm. It's been 25 years, which coincidentally happens to be the year that Pellegrini's company was uh, on the brink of, of failing or going bankrupt. Yeah. So Fabian thinks that the necklace being stolen and the insurance that Pellegrini collected on it was used to save his company. Yeah. I would agree with that. Well, I mean, that's what happened. So. No, I mean, I would agree with the assumption. Yeah. Well, it kind of makes sense because you're all you're also like throughout the show wondering, um, you know, why ruin this? Why ruin Babacar's life? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It was just convenient to ruin his life. So there had to be something that served Pellegrini for that. Yeah, it gives him motive. Um, that's for sure. And it ties yeah, so they perfectly forward. into yeah. him increasing the what the insurance on the, uh, the necklace right before it happened as well. Exactly. Well, um, it turns out Fabian has a hidden a hidden ace in her up her sleeve in this particular scene where she talks about a tape that features Pellegrini mm -hmm. creating a like an arms deal that led to the bombing of the French embassy in Kuala Lumpur. Yeah. And uh she has this tape hidden in this sports cabinet in her old uh in her old office. So they they go in there, they pull off like a caper of uh, the coward trick, as a song calls yeah. it. Song goes in there, steals the tape, and it ends up being something incredibly incriminating of Pellegrini. We'll come back to that, to the actual scene of the coward trick, because I found that scene to just be so... Um, I, I love seeing anything where they actually show you the heist itself. That's yeah. why the first episode is still my favorite in this season. Because you get to see the full heist, the planning, and everything in it. That that episode is is great, um, and designed like that for a reason to reel you in. Yeah. Episode one was so, the best. This this I would put this one as number two though. Yeah, this is second best episode for sure. Although the one he goes to prison is a great episode. It is, I gotta say it's a. Great it episode. is a great episode. I don't know. Maybe maybe this one will tie. Yeah, I'd say one, two, four. Or one, two, and four tied, and then um, we'll see where the fifth one goes. All but right, uh, all right. after they get the tape, um, Asan essentially says that he's going to put this all over Twitter and uh, and uh, make it go viral the next day, which 
leads to a scene that I thought was like a charming little scene, more of just showing his personal life where he goes to look after his son. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause Claire's going out on girls night. Yeah. Air where, quotes. Uh, supposedly she's going out with her girlfriends, but it turns out she's going out with a doctor who his son makes painstaking efforts to like really dig it into his father's wounds. Yeah. You know, he's like, yeah, he's a doctor. Yeah. He's rich. Yeah. He's, he's got, got a, a nice ride. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and he stayed the night. So Asan's doing his best to kind of not, uh, show that he cares with your son. It's like, yo, just stop putting up a front. We know you care. Mm-hmm. Just come back home already. Yeah. You know, that's kind of the, that's kind of the vibe there. Um, I will point this out. Slight flaw in that scene. Did you pick up on the flaw? I think scene? I picked up on it. What, it. what was it? You have two people playing a single player game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're playing her. They're playing Horizon Zero Dawn on the PlayStation. Is that what that was? Single player game. <laughs> yeah, that was Horizon Zero Dawn. And uh, I'm looking at it. I never noticed that the first time I watched the episode. But then this time I'm like, why does Asana have a controller in his hand? Yeah, the- I, I played that game recently because I had never played it. Mm. And I was like, I don't think that game is multiplayer. Like, how does somebody miss that? It was a, it was like a, a full screen, like third person. I think it was just like product placement or something like that. Yeah, I do. I think it was just product placement. Who knows? Uh, all that stuff you have to pay for it. So yeah, but like even so, it was such a short there. shot. Like I, I could barely. I think they just screwed up. I, I'm gonna put my money yeah. on they screwed up. Okay. All right. Well. um, the following scene, the tweet goes viral and uh, Pellegrini's bombarded by journalists well, where he talks a bunch of crap, mm-hmm. essentially, touting, um, you know, the French economy and his contributions to the French his purity. Uh, society. Yeah, exactly. So he pulls a whole self-righteous uh, speech there where um, he challenges um, Salvatore, which is Hassan's Twitter alias, mm-hmm. to a showdown. In person, he says, "Hey, get out of your computer, and once you see me in person, buddy." And um, one thing I didn't like about this scene is Fabian's ego show, where she goes and asks the question. She celebrates too early. Yeah, yeah. She celebrated too early, and then put the whole team at risk. You know, I didn't like that at all. She had to get her revenge. I, I lived. That's not where you get your revenge. You get yeah. your revenge when your revenge is complete. Well, yeah, but and look, she was and too excited. We find out what, yeah, well, we find out what happened to Fabian at the end. Yeah, if she didn't do that. She wouldn't be dead. That's true. All right, I'm skipping ahead here, but you know, it is what it is. That direct result, that little ego trip. This is why ego doesn't pay. <laughs> this is why ego doesn't pay because your ego just leads to some hitman mm-hmm. coming to your apartment and and wrecking you at the end. Mm-hmm. So. Not that, not that she deserved it for that, obviously, you know. Yeah. But still, so. All right, so uh, she gets her mo- little five seconds of fame where she asks him a question that he's, of course, doesn't answer. And um, she's tailed home by the guy who later kills her, which we'll go over in a bit. Asan meets her at the apartment and tells her that he's struck a deal with the propaganda cable network to confront Pellegrini. Brilliant idea. Let's go like on the National Enquirer news show mm-hmm. and uh, and do this, Asan. Great job. Uh, meanwhile, the three detectives are completely onto Dumont when they show him the face when they see his facial expression upon seeing the sketch of Asan's face, which is 
Uh, the lead detective. I don't know his name. What's his name? I don't uh, even Yusuf, know. I think his name. Probably. Yus- it's Yusuf. Useless. And uh, you no Yusuf. <laughs> He's the only one useful. Yusuf is the only one useful in that bunch. <laughs> Uh, and his face completely changes after he sees the sketch of a son, uh, which just gives away his, you know, his, it blows his cover completely. Mm-hmm. Uh, so those detectives essentially are probably going to end up going rogue. I would assume at some point, especially Yusuf, because he was taken off the case immediately after like way to be smooth about it. Dumont. Yeah. Like you just, you just had it smeared all over your face and now you're going to take the guy who put the paper down in front of you. Mm-hmm. And just do that. By the way, if I was Dumont and somebody and some little rookie cop sat in front of me and stared me down like that after the fact, we're gonna that's backhand him. Right you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You, don't do, you know what I mean? Just, even if you're like, even if you're in the wrong, mm-hmm. you don't do that. You don't look at me for 15 seconds after. Mm-hmm. Stare me down. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I digress. I kind of got the feeling that uh, this, the more senior investigator was is kind of in either Dumont's or Pellegrini's back pocket. Cause which one, the blonde, uh, not the, blonde there, there's the, no, not, not the girl. The, 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 the there's lead. the younger guy. It's like the, ju- I, I would say he's the junior detective. The one that got removed immediately from the uh, case. You're talking about, that's the junior detective. Yeah. Then you got the girl who's kind of like in his rank, mm-hmm. maybe a bit above him. And then you got the, I don't know the lead guy, but he, the, he's clearly the lead detective. In that group, he's the one who doesn't the talk. The leather as jacket much. guy. The leather jacket guy. I don't remember what she he was. Blonde wearing. hair. It's, there's only three of them for God's yeah, sake. Yeah, I know. There's there's the one kid that's young, and he's on to like this whole Lupin uh, comparison. You got the girl and the guy. Her. It's the other guy. Yeah, it's it's the guy the that's guy. not. Uh, it's the guy that doesn't want to hear the word Lupin. I think he's right, he's the senior detective. Do me a favor. Look up the name of this character because oh. we've been calling him the blonde, short-haired guy and the third guy and all this other thing. Can we get a character <laughs> name here? Yes. Hold What's on. What's his name? And give me the other, the girl's detective name too because... I'm uh, looking it up. Because I know her name in real life because she's kind of, a, she's really attractive. But uh, I don't know her name in the show. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Oh, apparently this is pulling up some... uh... Arsene Lupin detective movie. I'll find it. Oh my God. I'm going to be here all day. All right. I'm going to move on while Zach does some research here. Um, you, have, you have Asan in his bat lair creating Salvatore, his Twitter alias, which ends up being fantastic. Not only is he a masterful drone operator, lock pick. Um, I assume he speaks like five languages too at this point. At least. Um, but he's a makeup master as well. And um, in that moment, you have a heartfelt, touching uh, scene where Fabian thanks Asan for bringing her back to life, essentially, mm-hmm. and uh, where she's finally back to being the old Fabian that she used to be. Because in her words, she said, when you asked me that question back in my apartment, if I was Fabian Barriot, I wasn't lying when I said I wasn't. So 
That was a nice little heartfelt scene. All right, hold on. We have right, uh, Yusuf, who is the younger kid. He's the one on to Lupin, okay? Uh, yes. The older detective, I believe his name is uh, Captain Romain. Just give me the first name. Romain is his first name. Uh, Lugier. Romain, like lettuce? R-O-M-A-I-N, yeah. Captain Romain. And then the female. Captain. Yeah, Captain. And then the female is Lieutenant Sophia. Sophia. Belkasem. So we'll just call her Lieutenant. Lieutenant Sophia. Yeah. <laughs> we'll call her Lieutenant Sophia. Okay. All right. Moving onward here, we get to the stage interview with the Propaganda Network. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, they have doctored the tape completely. Yeah. Which is the worst dub, audio like dub over. I mean, we're in the internet age. You don't get away with this kind of stuff. Nah. It's clearly dubbed. And then on the second watch, it's worse than the first watch. <laughs> the first watch, you're barely paying attention because you're reading the subtitle. But in the second watch, it's just so completely dubbed over. It's hilarious. Um, Asan gets away in a Uncle Drew type. Uh, fool everybody that I'm old and then whoop on you mm-hmm. like I'm young uh, <laughs> it moment. reminded me of what was that movie uh, Grandpa or something from the people that made Jackass oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bad Grandpa yeah Bad Grandpa I think that's right I think the next scene you have the, the most key moment of the show and which is probably going to drive the second half of the season mm-hmm. uh, it's Juliet calling her father and letting him know that the guy behind all of this is the son. Yeah. Um, and that's like the light bulb flashing for Pellegrini at that point, which leads to the saddest scene of the episode, which is Fabian being murdered by Pellegrini's lead goon, who's uh, essentially shakes her down for a son's address. Um, that was a, what did you think of that scene? And overall, what was going through your head when you watched it for the first time? Cause this was your first time watching the episode. So, uh, what you, what was going through your mind? Did you think that that was the end for Fabiana? Were you like holding out some hope? No, I, that was the end. She, I, I'm glad she got her one last little jab in of, you know, a, a good journalist never gives away her uh, sources or something like that. But no, I, yeah. I mean, I, I kind of pegged her for you know someone who was about to be assassinated once once she had her line earlier like with Pellegrini and uh the 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 goon that did not look like all of the other goons was tailing her so i i knew at some point she was going to end up dead yeah i got to say the first time I watched this episode I, I wasn't expecting her to die in the episode because she seemed like that character who would kind of recur Mm-hmm. And be a useful resource for Hassan. Yeah. Because he he does everything in the shadows, so he needs some sort of journalist ally or something like that, you know? Yeah. Well, speaking of him doing everything in the shadows, how does somebody like Lupin operate in a world where everybody knows it's him? Well, that's the key question for the next episode. Yeah. That's the that's the key question. Essentially what needs to happen is Pellegrini needs to die. Right? Mm-hmm. And so does the goon who killed Fabian. Yeah. He needs to die too. Yeah. Anybody who knows about him needs to die. 
it's not like Pellegrini's going to go tell everybody about it. He's only going to tell a few trusted people. Oh yeah, but, but his enemy knows exactly who he is. That that's what I'm getting at. It's not the world that the world and, knows who he is. And the and the daughter will need to find out about um, her dad's true character. Yeah, I'm sad. By the way, I mean Asan, Asan can come into the light, right? But uh, it has to be after the fact that Pellegrini's put away. Yeah. But Pellegrini has to die because he can always pay somebody from prison. Yeah, I mean, you you got to put somebody like that down. Put him in the grave. That's dark, Zach. Hey, man. You said it he's, like that. he's dark. Kind of dark. He's dark. Lupin? You think Lupin could kill? I don't think Lupin's a killer. I don't know. You think Lupin's killed someone? I don't I think he's he killed. killed I don't anybody. think he's killed anybody. But even, what we do see, what we do see in the previous episode, though, is that he he's very calm, cool, and collected until you you you, you, you hit the right string, and he he like uh, he explodes. Yeah, he gets very emotional. Yeah, he's that. He's definitely driven by his emotions at times. Yes, and not not completely. He's not a completely logical. Yeah. Individual. I mean, this whole entire yeah. season, like, obviously it hits close to home. You know, he's discovering is his dad truly a thief or, you know, was, was he lie, lying? Um, was he telling the truth when he said, you know, I, I didn't do it? Um, so, like, there's a lot of this that, that's, you know, close to the vest. But he's, he's, still, he's still a little short-tempered. So I, I think he could kill. I don't think he has yet. I don't think he has killed. And I think that this show won't even go towards that subject matter. But if it does, it'll be something like he doesn't want to kill the guy, but the guy does something stupid and they're like on top of some building or something like yeah. that. And he's like, you made me do this. I didn't want to have to do this. And he <laughs> pulls the gun out and then he, he trips like on some oil. Stick or like <laughs> I'm, that. I'm like, picturing... <laughs> I'm picturing the opening scene uh, for the first episodes of Gangs of London right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hanging nah, up that. Yeah. That's it. Damn, that's right. We were supposed to do um, we're, we're supposed to do a series. Yeah, on. we got to do do one on that one as that's well. A, that one's a dark that's one. A dark, that's a dark show. That is a truly dark show. And I didn't really care for where that ended off. But um, yeah. eh, no, I did leave off in a good place. Yeah, yeah it was pretty good. Yeah, we'll see. Let, let's move on here. Hassan finds uh, Fabian's body mm-hmm. uh, and takes the puppy home. Hassan is devastated. You can clearly see he's shocked. Speaking of that, finding her. speaking of that dog, can we talk about how great that dog how is? That dog is. Uh, I mean, right? it, isn't that an adorable ass? Dog? Yeah, it, it, I don't even know how how she got it to do it, but I mean, every time you, he hears the word Pellegrini, he barks. Just does not like the guy. Ask. Like it's like she's living in him or something. It's it's hilarious. Yeah, it's great. I gotta say that little aspect is such a nice little touch to the episode. Yeah, it's such a it's such a nice little touch. But you get um, you hear me well when I speak from back here. Yeah, or do I need to be up here? Well, I mean, you sound better when you're yeah. closer. As long as you don't spit in the right, mic, I'll stay closer. My mic, I'll spit in it if I want. <laughs> uh, well, you're spitting in people's ears, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. You get Asan, he takes the puppy home. I think everybody was rooting for Asan to take the puppy. You got to take yeah. the dog. What's that puppy's name? What's the puppy's name? I don't you know. Name for the puppy? I do not know. But... I don't think she, I'm almost positive she called the dog something in the beginning of the episode. Maybe somebody can tell us. Um, anyways, he goes home, he finds the book that Fabian left the note in for, for him. 
And we finally, I think, get the coolest scene of the show, which is her voiceover reading the letter or the little message she wrote in the book mm -hmm. with a perfect song pairing. I don't know what song that is. Can you find that song? Uh, yes, I will look. Perfect song. When the moment it hit, I was like, ooh, that's, that's good. So uh, we get a nice little speech from Fabian about how don't be discouraged, though we lost the battle tonight. We will win the war type of stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, Assange motivated. You know, that's, now he's fighting for more than just himself at this point. You got the song? Yeah, it's called Meaning from Casca Dior. Man, they're really good with just picking the perfect songs to, you know, yeah. end an episode. They did it with the last episode, too, with that Celine, whatever song you pulled up yesterday. Yeah, the Celine Dion song. <clears throat> to end the episode, we know now um, that's the that was the end of the episode, but uh, we're left in a place now where everybody knows essentially who Hassan is, right? Mm -hmm. You know, Pellegrini knows for sure. You know, Juliet. I think that's the daughter's name. Yeah, uh, it is. Knows for sure. And the detectives know it's Paul Cernin. It's the guy who from the who robbed the loop. Mm -hmm. So, and they know what he looks like. So everybody essentially knows his face at this point, mm -hmm. which um, is going to make the next episode and the second half of the season very interesting yeah because it's like you said how do you operate from that and also is there going to be some other element is this storyline going to continue with pellegrini i don't think so i think it gets resolved in season one mm -hmm. but what's next what happens our son lupin is not going to just like you know disappear after this there's going to be some other cases i would assume not cases but other things that he's up to yeah so i'm very interested what do you think um is the direction from here and for someone who hasn't seen the next episode like I have, what do you think is going to happen? So I or um, or could potentially happen. I kind of feel like Asan is becoming less like um, Arsene Lupin a little bit in this episode, and I don't. I think they might end up carrying that on a little farther in the next one as this finally comes to a resolve, or at least hopefully comes to a resolve. Do you think this is a one season show? I I don't know how you can have a one season in, in two parts and not have it about the same story. Like No, no, no. I mean, this is this is the first season. Oh. The second half is going to be the first season as well. Do you see a second season? Let's say the Pellegrini case is resolved. As, you see as long as the viewership is there, yeah. Uh, like this is something that I I could oh. see, you know, just re repeating itself. I mean, look at look at the the content that exists already with the books and the movies and everything, the games. Um, I think this is something that they what could about, repeat. What about a, from the standpoint of the show direction, where you see the story going from here? Yeah, I think it could. I think it could. I mean, we know he's a great thief right now. He's he's dealing with with a personal matter. So, I mean, I I, I think that would be, you know, what, what he ends up doing, you know, collecting intelligence or, you know, stealing things. Like I, I kind of think that's what would, what would start happening or, or, or even uh, being like be a, uh, <clears throat> I, I don't know, like a uh, French Batman or something. <laughs> I don't know. It would be, it would be cool to see him in a position where he's being like blackmailed mm -hmm. where he's like, you know, being blackmailed for something, but he needs to steal something Yeah. for like a high end client. Like that would be a cool storyline. I see him a lot like, like a Nathan Drake type character. Mm. 
Um, he could be a good spy. I wouldn't want to see him go down the route of spy. I would rather see him as the gentleman thief. Well, what do spy, what do spies do? Spies don't. They steal information. Steal. That's important. <laughs> um, spies are, are very glamorized. It's not like a. So are thieves, I guess, too, right? Yeah. All right. Especially so we have. Thieves. Time for categories. That recap took longer because this episode was just very dense yes. and, uh, and material. Before um, before we get into scene? the categories, you have a favorite scene? Um, I might, but no, what were you gonna? What were you gonna yeah. say? Were okay, you- so before we get into categories, did you notice that this episode had zero flashbacks? There was no flashbacks. Yeah, I didn't in this. notice that until now. Yeah, there were there was no flashbacks, no parallels, and that's what kind of makes me think like he's becoming less like Lupin, because he grew up reading that book, and we always flash back to him with the book, and and you know there's something that happens in the book or happens in in you know his life as he's reading that that you know is, is a parallel to what goes on now, and there was none of that. Yeah, this is like an this is like the pure Asan episode. Yeah. And now everybody knows it's him. So how can you be Lupin in the next episode? Remember, even when Lupin loses. <laughs> that, that's over. <laughs> all right. That's the moral of the show. That's the moral of the situation. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Favorite scene. You got one? Favorite scene. I liked. This one's always the hardest one for me. I don't know why. Yeah. You're always super unprepared for the favorite. Yeah. Scene. The favorite scene. It's like. Because I, I have one when I'm watching it, and then it ends up changing, and I forget what it is. I kind of... I do this thing where I write notes while I I started writing notes, but that's like the one thing I didn't put down. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I I think my favorite scene is is uh, the the, the uh, grandpa whoop-ass scene. You like that scene? All right. You went for the bad grandpa scene? Yeah. All right. All right, all right, all right. Um... Going favorite scene. I'm going favorite scene when Fabian pulls up to Hassan's house, mm. and he's like, "How the hell did this lady find me?" And she doesn't tell him, mm-hmm. and he has that moment where he has to tell um, her his his real name, mm-hmm. which I thought was he's taking risks. You know, he's taking because here's the thing: is when you get into high stake situations, you have to take risks. It's just which risks are you going to take? Yeah, you know. Which ones are going to come back and bite you? Mm-hmm. You know, Game of Thrones is the master of that. By the way, you get these situations where every every decision feels wrong. Every decision feels wrong. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen uh, Game of Thrones the, yet. And sometimes what you know that. And sometimes the sometimes I didn't know this. And the wrong decision sometimes is the right decision. All right, I'm moving on here. Uh, I got to say, from my favorite scene, mm-hmm. see how dope his kicks were in that scene. Were those off-white Jordans? I didn't catch them. I mean, not that you would know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not that into the shoe uh, culture. No, neither am I, but I would know what those are. Uh, Either way, I don't know. They look like Jordans to me. They look dope. Overall, nice fit in that scene. Um, Any plot holes in the episode? I think the... I don't know if I'd really call it a plot hole, but I, I think the the biggest thing that just stood out to me was the whole two people playing one game. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with uh, the drone making it around that house. 
with without being heard. Not really a plot hole. I think I was just like it was just more of like a WTF moment. Yeah. Um I've got a favorite you have a favorite side character in this uh, uh I'm gonna episode. have to Is it Fabian? Yeah, Is it I'm gonna, I'm going down with Fabian. Going with Would Fabian. That be an option? Ah, I don't know. <laughs> can we can we use animals? Why not? Yeah, absolutely. They're a character. I'm going I'm going with uh I'm going Fabian. I'm not gonna disrespect you. But the pup is a close second. Pup is a close second. Yeah. I gotta say she's probably the most compelling side character we've had, supporting actress. So we She was a good season. actor. Terrible, terrible moment of asking that question, but great actor. Yeah. Um <clears throat> I think to end it, I, I want to hear your predictions for the next episode, specifically since it's the first first part season finale. Mm-hmm. I want to hear your predictions on, on what do you think's gonna happen and see how far off you are. Give me like a how does next at the next episode end? How does it end? <clears throat> Yeah, give me like a full run through. What do you think? I, I think I think Asan <laughs> I think Asan is gonna have to kind of go into this this attack mode and, and be less of the gentleman, be less of the uh you know, the the uh the smooth thief that he is, and he's gonna have to try and go after Pellegrini directly. And I think he's gonna get caught. I think mm-hmm. I think Pellegrini's gonna come out on top of the next episode. All right. Okay. All right. Be determined. All right. Be determined. Um, I've got nothing left here in my show notes. Um, I did note that Pellegrini does have a very punchable face. And in this yeah. episode, it really stood out to me during the journalist mm-hmm. review. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to hold that against the actor himself. Who my dad confused for Kevin Spacey. He was like, that's Kevin Spacey in heavy makeup. You know, Kayla. He told me. He said, <laughs> we're, watching, we're watching the show and he's like, you know who that is, right? My dad, like, always super confident. <laughs> always super. You know who that is, right? You know who that is. And I'm like, who, who is it? He's like, you know who it is. I'm like, Just tell me who it is. It's Kevin Spacey. And I'm like, that's not Kevin Spacey. And he's like, no, that's Kevin Spacey. 100% that's Kevin Spacey. I'm like, Kevin, that is not Kevin Spacey. I know he's been, like, pretty much uh, canceled completely for his, for his terrible. <laughs> I don't even want to go into what he, what he, what he's accused of doing or confirmed of doing. Oh God, I don't even want to get into it. Either way, I had to, my dad was so confident about the Kevin Spacey mm-hmm. thing, but I had to look it up because I was like, has he been, has he been so canceled that he has to go and completely get makeup beyond uh, a concrete, like beyond uh, recognition <laughs> to get on a show? And who would get, like, I would like the show a little less. <laughs> If, uh, <laughs> to be honest, but uh, anyways, that's it for this episode. I'm looking forward to the end of uh, of, of finishing the first part and then getting into the second half because mm-hmm. I like I want to be like you, man. I want to I want to watch episodes that I haven't seen before. I know, and that's gonna happen in, starting tomorrow. Yeah, one day, one day. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for uh, tuning in tonight. Zach, can you plug us on the way out? Absolutely. So you can visit our website at storyarchives.themidnightexchange.com, which is actually our podcast network, The Midnight Exchange. 
you can visit that website at themidnightexchange.com. Uh, very similar. Uh, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at The Midnight Exchange, Twitter at T-H-E-M-E Podcast. And if you want to send us an email, you have a show request, you have uh, something nice to say, you can go ahead and drop an email to podcast at themidnightexchange.com. I think that about does it. All right. Thank you guys again. Thank you for listening. Until next time. Good night.